1: Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie
2: Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing.
1: Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for
3: all to hear. Welcome back to a special Christmas Eve episode. Our annual Christmas Eve Storytime episode Tis a podcast. The podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 366 days per year. I'm Anthony. I'm Julia. I'm Thomas. Thomas. Are you going all fancy and formal <laughs> for Christmas?
2: Fancy for tonight.
1: <laughs> this gift that we're giving this evening to people feels to me a little fancier (laughs) if i had a teacup it would be a pinkies up event right
3: now Mm, that is fancy fancy living here we come tonight what are we giving them this year julia what story are we reading
2: them this year we this year are reading i know i think most of us can put it in our favorites right favorite spot on the bookshelf for our christmas readings we are reading the infallible the grinch that stole christmas by dr seuss
3: it's like the perfect 2020 story right because it's a bit anti christmas but at the end it still reminds you of what christmas is all about which i feel like we need some of us might need that reminder this year given that christmas is gonna look a little different this year so enjoy y'all Every Who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Now please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be, perhaps, that his shoes were too tight. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. Whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood there on Christmas Eve hating the Whos, staring down from his cave with a sour grinchy frown at the warm lighted windows below in their town, For he knew every Who down in Whoville beneath was busy now hanging a mistletoe wreath. And they're hanging their stockings, he snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically here. Then he growled with his Grinch fingers, nervously drumming. I must find some way to stop Christmas from coming. For tomorrow, he knew, all the Who girls and boys would wake bright and early. They'd rush for their toys. And then, oh the noise, oh the noise, 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 noise! That's one thing he hated, the noise, 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 noise! Then the Whos, young and old, would sit down to a feast. And they'd feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, 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 feast! They would feast on Who pudding and a rare who-roast beast, which was something the Grinch couldn't stand in the least and then they'd do something he liked least of all. Every Who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, would stand close together with Christmas bells ringing. They'd stand hand in hand, and the Who's would start singing. They'd sing, and they'd sing, and they'd sing, 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 sing! And the more the Grinch thought of this Who Christmas sing, the more the Grinch thought, I must stop this whole thing. Why, for 53 years, I've put up with it now i must stop this christmas from coming but how then he got an idea an awful idea the grinch got a wonderful awful idea i know just what to do the grinch laughed in his throat and he made a quick santa claus hat and a coat and he chuckled and clucked what a great grinchy trick With this coat and this hat, I look just like St. Nick. All I need is a reindeer. The Grinch looked around, but since reindeer are scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop the old Grinch? No, the Grinch simply said, if I can't find a reindeer, I'll make one instead. So he called his dog Max, then he took some red thread, and he tied a big horn on the top of his head. Then he loaded some bags and some old empty sacks on a ramshackle sleigh, and he hitched up old Max. Then the Grinch said, Giddy-up! And the sleigh started down, toward the homes where the Who's lay a snooze in their town.
1: All their windows were dark, quiet snow filled the air. All the Who's were all dreaming sweet dreams without care. When he came to the first little house on the square, this is stop number one, the old Grinchy Claus hissed and he climbed to the roof, empty bags in his fist. Then he slid down the chimney, a rather tight pinch. But if Santa could do it, then so could the Grinch. He got stuck only once for a moment or two. Then he stuck his head out of the fireplace flue, where the little hoo stockings all hung in a row. These stockings, he grinned, are the first things to go then he slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant around the whole room and he took every present pop guns and bicycles roller skates drums checkerboards tricycles popcorn and plums and he stuffed them in bags then the grinch very nimbly stuffed all the bags one by one up the chimney then he slunk to the ice box he took the who's feast he took the Who Pudding, he took the roast beast, he cleaned out the ice box as quick as a flash. Why, that Grinch even took the last can of Who Hash, and he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the Grinch, I will stuff up the tree. And the Grinch grabbed the tree, and he started to shove, when he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove. He turned around fast and saw a small Who, little Cindy Lou Who, who was not more than two. The Grinch had been caught by this tiny who daughter, who'd got out of bed for a cold cup of water. She stared at the Grinch and said, "'Santy Claus? Why? Why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why?' But you know that old Grinch was so smart and so slick, he thought up a lie and he thought it up quick. "'Why, my sweet little tot,' the fake Sandy Claus lied. There's a light on this tree that won't light on one side. So I'm taking it to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there, and I'll bring it back here. And his fib fooled the child. Then he patted her head, got her a drink, and sent her to bed. And when Cindy Lou Who went to bed with her cup, he went to the chimney and stuffed the tree up. The last thing he took was the log for the fire.
2: Then he went up the chimney himself, the old liar. On their walls he left nothing but hooks and some wire. And the one speck of food that he left in the house was a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. Then he did the same thing to the other who's houses, leaving crumbs much too small for the other who's mouses. It was quarter past dawn, all the who's still abed, all the who's still a snooze when he packed up his sled packed it up with their presents, the ribbons, the wrappings, the tags and the tinsel, the trimmings, the trappings. Three thousand feet up, up the side of Mount Crumpet, he rode with his load to the tip-top to dump it. Poo-poo to the Who's, he was grinchishly humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just waking up, I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Then the Who's down in Whoville will all cry boo-hoo. That's a noise, grinned the Grinch, that I simply must hear. So he paused and the Grinch put a hand to his ear. And he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low, then it started to grow. But the sound wasn't sad. Why, this sound sounded merry. It couldn't be so. But it was merry, very. He stared down at Hooville. The Grinch popped his eyes. Then he shook. What he saw was a shocking surprise. Every Who down in Hooville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled three hours till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more and what happened then well in whoville they say that the grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day and the minute his heart didn't feel quite so tight he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light and he brought back the toys and the food for the feast and he he himself the grinch carved the roast beast Turned out so good, guys. Oh, I loved it. Tom, your voices, and Anthony's so great.
3: I also feel like we split it up a good way, too. Like, Julia got the lioness moment, I got the meanest Grinch (laughs) moments, and Tom got the nice little middle. Just right, (laughs) like Goldilocks would say. Tom is just right, and that's what Tom brings to the show. Not too nice like Julia, not too mean like Anthony, just right, just the perfect middle. But... We hope you enjoyed that little Christmas gift from us. And we hope Santa brings you everything you want tonight. And if you're listening to the set in the evening, while you're still awake, go to sleep. Santa can't come until you're asleep. Right. Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Are we not going to try to do, like, the group thing this year? Merry Christmas! If you would like to, Anthony, we could try it. I'd say we do, for our listeners.
1: Let's go. One... Two, three. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it sounded way off on my side. <laughs> Bye, y'all.
1: Bye. Good day, friends.
0: <laughs> You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a he. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. You're a vile one, Mr. Grinch. You have termites in your smile. You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Given the choice between the two of you, I'd take the seasick crocodile. You're a foul one, Mr. Grinch. You're a nasty, wasty skunk. Your heart is full of unwashed socks Your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Grinch The three words that best describe you are as follows And I quote Stink, stank, stunk You're a rotter, Mr. Grinch You're the king of sinful sots Your hearts are dead, tomato splotched with moldy purple spots, Mr. Grinch. Your soul is an appalling dump heap, overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable, mangled up in tangled up knots. You nauseate me, Mr. Grinch. With a nauseous soup, a noss You're a crooked jerky jockey And you drive a crooked horse, Mr. Grinch You're a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich With arsenic sauce